0: in the car right now with Aisling our most returned guest we're taking another trip right now we're driving to Massachusetts we're going to Boston we're going to Boston for the weekend we're just doing a little girls trip so we just figured we have like an hour left right? yeah so we could record something Um, so we were thinking of talking about a couple things well I was I don't know how (laughs) she feels about it but yeah, let's just shoot the shit. Let's jive So they right want to talk about life, dating, health. Yeah. Bye. I'm so happy to be back. Yes. We love Ashleen on the show. I Our love listeners me. love They love being on the show. And thank you guys so much. I'm over a thousand listeners now. That's so amazing. I really appreciate you guys listening and supporting the show. I hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. So far, I've gotten good feedback. So if there's anything you you all want to hear, please let me know. But I'm really proud of Ashleen. Thank you. Because she's made it. Like 2020 has been such a fucking year. Yeah. And Ashleen is really like prioritizing bettering herself, which I I just admire that in a person so much. Thank you. I'm proud of you too
1: because I feel like you do the team Like yeah. you're obviously. Know,
0: branches of people in the world there's people that like want to develop and grow and they take accountability for their life and then there's people that just play the victim card and don't want to take any responsibility Mm -hmm. and never are willing to look at themselves and admit they might be the problem right so i never want to be one of those people me either so
1: ashleen actually is like you're starting to work with a personal trainer yeah so i love the gym i used to lift like days a week before COVID, but I'm scared to go back to like the gym, you know, like just a normal gym. So I found a trainer who trains you like a person, in a personal gym and it's just like one-on-one. So I start that on Tuesday.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And Ashleen is actually going to start working with my health coach who's been on the show, Jessica. Yeah. And we're both working with a life coach. Yeah. So we're, you know, all good things all about the growth yeah.
0: mindset you know of course I feel it's really important if you're trying to like better yourself and in the self-help field to have mentors and that's kind right. of what Jessica's been for me and I'm sure Jesse has been for you yeah for sure so, so that's really cool so how are you me and Ashley are both off of keto right now but yeah. we're trying to like implement keto-ish ways of living into our lives just so that we feel a
1: lot better yeah and more confident I personally feel my best when I
0: your body, and if your body is saying, I want fruits, I want quinoa, like, sweet potato, like, you have to listen to your body, because it's yeah. talking to you. It's so <laughs> true. But, yeah, my goal is just to get back to feeling confident again, because I haven't been feeling great the last few months being off keto, and yeah. I pull off the wagon with the gym, but I started going back with my friends. So, it's amazing. Amazing. yeah, it's, it's all good stuff, and Something that my health coach actually brought up on our session the other day is just learning to accept our body where it's at now, because our body isn't going to be the way it was on keto for the rest of our lives. True, very true. Your body gains weight, it loses weight, it changes, so really the work is learning to accept where you're at and just appreciate your body for
1: everything it does for you. Exactly, It's so true. But it's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. So when you go to the gym do you like lift or do cardio
0: or both? So lately I started going to the gym like two weeks ago with my friends and this boy that I'll bring up but we've been lifting mostly. And I love lifting. It's fun yeah. It. You definitely feel the burn the next day and and honestly weightlifting is so good for you. Yeah. It has so many benefits like cardio is good for burning fat and boosting metabolism and
1: endurance but Weightlifting does all that for you as well. Yeah. The thing with, like, cardio for me is, like, for years, I would do half and half. Like, yeah. I do cardio and then lift weights. But then I hate cardio so much that I found myself not going to the gym just because I dreaded the cardio. So then when I cut out the cardio, I enjoy weightlifting, so I don't mind going to the gym. Yeah.
0: I think we're all in the same boat. I don't really know many people that like cardio. <laughs> like, yeah, I know some people love it. Like, really? Wow. I think it's important to find something that works for you. Exactly. That's fun because if you're on a treadmill for like an hour, it's gonna get really dry. But if you do something like zumba or even hot yoga is cardio, which I'm gonna get back to this week because your heart rate goes up, so that it's in that like high intensity zone. That's so awesome. Yeah. Try
1: hot yoga. I love yoga.
0: You came to my class once, right? What did you think? I loved it.
1: Yeah. It was so
0: awesome. It might be a little different with a mask because yeah. that's what i yoga is mainly about the breath and with a mask it's limiting your breath that's capacity true. for your lungs so i'll see how it is and then you know it can't hurt because it helps me a lot mentally as well
1: yeah not just physically. i, I love, love yoga so that's really awesome one time i went to a yoga class and they had a sound bath after that have you ever been to a sound yes. bath those are so freaking They're cool. really cool. I used to
0: do them sometimes for my students. It's really healing because different sound vibrations, like the hertz, have different frequencies, and it's actually really healing for anxiety and insomnia and things like really? that. Really?
1: Yeah. I have horrible insomnia, so yeah. I feel like that would definitely help.
0: You might want to try listening to, like, turning on a YouTube video and play it very lightly in the background. Like... Look up like the feeling sound meditations yeah, for I,
1: love I listen to like manifesting ones That's sometimes. Awesome. Like manifesting like success That's or like love whatever that. it is. Yeah,
0: it's cool. cool. I love the of
1: attraction. Yeah. I love that stuff. So what are some things you're trying to manifest in like the next year? Um, success and like when I say success I mean like um I definitely wanna get my body back in shape. I'm not looking to be like I felt my best around this time last year. Um, so I definitely want to get back there. I would like to be successful at work. You know, take more trips with you. Travel. Yeah. Traveling for sure. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Just, like, enjoy life, you know? Yeah, Despite, like, everything me. going on with COVID, like, I feel like you still have to live your life, but, like, live it safely. Be, like, cautious. And, like, safe about it, but, like, don't just stay at home and, like, mm-hmm. not do anything because you're just wasting time, you know? Yeah, you can't put your
0: life on hold and wait for this to end because yeah. you'll be waiting a long-ass time and you'll miss out
1: on life. Even if it's something as simple as just going for a bike ride or, like, yeah. going to the park or just going by the water, you know? Yeah, you can't,
0: I think the issue is so many people are isolating themselves and as humans we inherently need connection with other people right so that's why everyone is feeling very lonely and depressed yeah. but yeah that's all you could do is just work on yourself and just get back to your personal best because even when I was on keto and I was feeling my personal best I still didn't look like a fitness model yeah. but it's just about finding your like being better than you were exactly and that's all really
1: you could ask for yeah like I was feeling a little down that I had lost, but, like, I was thinking about it. I'm a lot further ahead of myself than I was when I started my keto journey, like, Mm -hmm. two years ago. So, like, it just makes it that much easier to get back to my personal best,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, because you know what you have to do. Right. It's all a process and a learning curve. It's like, you know, you find out what does and doesn't work for you, Regards to 2020 since I can't believe it's going to end in like a month. I know. What is
1: like, how do you feel you've changed since the beginning of the year versus now? It's so crazy. Like I remember in like January, February, like I felt like I went out a lot. I definitely did like, I still did a lot of trips. I went to Atlantic City with my boyfriend at the time. Um, I feel like it was super fun. And then march came and i remember the last like normal event i went to was my mom was throwing like a st patrick's day ball type of thing Mm -hmm. and we all got dressed up and like went to that and then the next weekend we were on lockdown and i remember thinking like what the hell thank god for tiger king because i had so much anxiety and then tiger king like not think about it. That's cool. Yeah, and then I went to Arizona for a month. I drove cross country with my boyfriend at the time to go see his family, and I stayed there for a month and came back in May. The next weekend, I flew to Florida safely. We wore goggles, ponchos, gloves, masks, and the whole thing. Stayed in Florida for a We did, like, little weekend trips by, like, the beach, and then we went to Vegas, and now we're here. So I definitely traveled a lot more this year than I've ever had. Yeah. But we did it safely. Of course. Years. Yeah. What about you? Jeez. Like, how do you feel like 2020 has been for you? 2020
0: has been a hard year, but it's been one of the best years ever because I feel I really catapulted my growth. Yeah. Yeah me I was in a relationship for two years and during that time I just really lost myself I gained so much weight I just devoted everything to that relationship and didn't really take care of myself because it's so easy when you're in a relationship to use that as a distraction to not look at yourself so we broke up in February and that was like a catalyst for me to really move inward and since then I've learned so much about myself and especially because I started dating again over the summer, I really have, I've done so much more development in the last like six months than I think I've done in my whole life. That's That's amazing. amazing. So 2020 has been it's been hard, but it's been very like transformative.
1: So. That's all you could really ask for, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's I was thinking about this yesterday because I had a life coaching session, and I realized how hard it can be to receive love if it's different than what you're used to. Especially as someone that like has been hurt numerous times, it's very difficult sometimes to so scared to leave because it was so comfortable yeah and i didn't think i could do it and after breaking up with my ex in a matter of like three weeks i was the happiest i would felt in years that's amazing so for anyone that's staying in a relationship find out why you're staying in the relationship and just really i would say like analyze those reasons because if you're staying in a relationship from fear of like the unknown that's not a reason to stay I feel like
1: that happened to me, too, a few years ago, we won't say a scene, but we we dated for two years, and, like, a year in, I just started getting really unhappy, and I didn't want to be with him anymore, but I didn't know it at the time, I thought like, something was wrong, like, I felt like something was off, but I thought it was from him, and now that I'm, like, out of it, and, like, I reflect back, it really was that, like, I wanted out, like, I was just afraid to, Uh like, do it. So, like, I kind of, like, sabotaged it, like, unconsciously. Mm
0: -hmm. Self-sabotage is my biggest challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes things could feel too good. Like, for example, I mean, I think it's great that that happened, though, Ashley, because you weren't happy, so it was necessary. It was something a blessing. Yeah. Something's going to fall apart if it's not meant to stay. So I've been seeing this boy, and he's very great in, like, a lot of ways. Like, when you write your list of qualities you want in a partner, he basically means, like, everything. Yeah. But it's just, like, he's so good that it's, I feel alarmed and unsafe, I guess. Yeah. Because for some reason, like, love makes me feel unsafe because I feel like when I love someone, they leave me. when I love someone I get hurt like when I love someone I'm not good enough so dating is so cool though because as much as it sucks especially with the dating apps and being our age it teaches you so much about yourself and what your triggers and weak spots are yeah it's so true so that's why I think like it's it's shitty but it's kind of like you do your best work in relationships because you you notice where like your shortcomings or what you have to work on exactly so do you want to tell us about where you're at with dating because we've kind of shifted in the last few months yeah I feel like
1: I shifted like in the last few weeks you know like I realized that I need to like get myself back on track before I'm like gonna like I feel like I'm putting dating on the back burner for now My heart's open. If the right person comes along, then great, I'm open to it, but I'm not seeking it. And like I I feel like much better. Because I met some like really great guys, but like nothing just clicked. Like I'll share an experience. I went out with a guy, we had a great time. And then we had plants again, he was so sweet, picked me up in his convertible, showed me all of his favorite spots down by the water. And then we went for a pretzel, and I was just sitting there looking at him, and it just came over me, like, the weirdest thing. It was just, like, this epiphany that, like, made me physically feel like I needed to leave. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, this isn't it. Like, I don't feel any emotion for him. And, like, I said, like, listen, I think it's time we go. And then I told him, like, that's really it. But it was so weird. I've never felt like that before. It was, like, a physical sensation. I just felt, like, uneasy being there, and I needed to leave. That's your sixth sense. Yeah. It was really interesting to think about, like, looking back. Yeah. I was like, wow.
0: That's so cool, because I feel from what I've learned in, like, spiritual counseling, that's, your intuition is getting stronger. Yeah. And as, like, women, it's so easy to ignore that, but the older I get, the more I realize, like, it is never wrong. No. It is never wrong, and when your body feels a certain way, like that's it, trying to tell you something or warn
1: you. Like the week before that, actually, I went out with this guy, and we were gonna go to this really nice steak restaurant. And I just had like a feeling, like don't go, don't Don't go. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, let's go, it'll be fun. So. I walk out onto my porch. He calls me. He's like, hey, I'm going to Uber because I didn't get my car washed. And I was like... Oh, jeez. I was like... <laughs> Are you kidding? I, in my head, I'm thinking, like, what? And he's like, also, we can't go to Insignia. We're going to go to my uncle's restaurant because I forgot my wallet at work. <gasps> Meanwhile, like, I wasn't expecting him to pay. I had cash in my wallet. You forget your wallet on the first date. Yeah. So then we ended up going to his uncle's restaurant. This kid lied through his teeth. Like... It wasn't his uncle, it was like a friend. And he was so rude to the waiter. We went to an Italian restaurant and he brought the waiter brought out oil and garlic for the bread and the guy tasted it was like this is disgusting. He's like, Can you fry up some garlic in the pan and then bring it to me? So the guy did it. He brought the garlic. He's like, this is fine. And then he was like asking about my job and he was like I was telling him about like what I do. And everything he's like, Oh that's cute. I was like, What the hell? And he lied so many times and like I could I just see through bullshit. Yeah. And like he was just such a bullshit. And then he had me, I I shut down and I like didn't talk for the rest of the day after like a few yeah. things that were said. And then he The audacity to say, hey, do you want to come over after? (laughs) I was like, no, thank you. I'm going to head out. (laughs) So my intuition was so right that that was going to be horrible. they asked him for his phone number. He starts giving them another number. So I, like, he, the number I was texting was a 631 number. He gave them a 917 number. So I got up, I started putting on my shoes, and I was, like, about to leave, and he finally came clean that he lied to me about the texting app. And, like... Because you caught it. Yeah. But, like, my intuition said... This is an app. This is an app. And he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, your intuition's it always right up.
0: Like you said, it's never been wrong for me either. I don't think there's anything wrong with giving out a number for a texting app. But the caveat is, I've done it before when I'm yes. on a dating app. See, See, Because if I haven't met you, I don't want you to have my number. Right. But if you've been seeing each other
1: for weeks and have hung out, you have to ask yourself why. Yeah. So he said, which I understand because I've done the same thing that like he's had like a lot of crazy girls before of so he, it's, it's like understandable but when you've been dating for a few weeks and i've asked you about it he should have just told me i don't believe guys that say i've dated
0: so many crazy girls yeah the girls that they call crazy are girls that stand up for themselves yeah and then they're crazy can we talk about seeing through people's bullshit because yeah. that's like a huge thing that's emerged in the last few months. How do you feel like you see through people's bullshit? It's just, like, red flags. Appearing, like, in or not, like, not being consistent is a yeah. huge one. People that will text you at 10.30 at night, <laughs> like, that happened to me last night. Um, people that will not follow through with plans, that's a
1: huge one. They'll, yeah, like, blow sure. you off and then a week later act like nothing happened. Yeah. You. I can like just sense when someone's like lying. I just have a really good like nap for that. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, like the stupid like text at night, like some guy texts me at 10 o'clock last night with a K come out. I feel like we're the same person. We literally have the same things happen to us at the same time. Yeah. I was like, I'm in bed. I'm not leaving my bed. Um, And it's not even. Like, these are just like random guys but i saw a really funny tiktok it was like this girl getting rushing to get ready when some guy texted her and said come over at like 10 o'clock at night and then it shows the guy just sitting there all chill and it's like when you text like a bunch of different girls and hope one of them shows up <laughs> i was like oh my god
0: you can tell when someone is genuine or not like when someone is sincerely wanting to be kind or like buy you something or do something nice for you versus when they're just feeding you bullshit to get something from you
1: yeah
0: and I that happens really unfortunately I know I want to talk about what we were talking about before me and Ashley were discussing like not knowing if something is right because it doesn't feel exciting or because um, it's wrong for us like That's we were talking really about the it's called NRE relationship energy like when you feel so like riled up to see someone you can't wait to text them you just feel like your heart is on fire yeah we don't know if that's necessarily a good thing
1: because anyone I've really ever had that with it didn't work out me either so like what I was saying to you was when I met my ex-boyfriend I knew the second I saw him I like was completely like head over heels and I was so excited about the relationship anytime he texts me I just was like on Cloud 9. I have not like felt that way about anyone in the two months I've been single and like I yeah. put myself out there so like I was wondering like, is that just because I'm not meeting the right person? like do I feel that way about him because he was emotionally unavailable? like are the guys that are available like you know what put it, it how did we learn well, it before?
0: you in this case from your scenario it's because you haven't found the right guy because it's only been a couple months for yeah. me I felt that maybe two times three times I felt it with my ex from 2015 and I felt it over the summer and then I felt it like a, a month ago with this guy I met off the beach, three times in five years wow. so you being like newly single in a few months you're definitely not going to get that right away yeah that's true but there is some where you kind of feel like It's it's excitement but it's also anxiety Because Easy. it's like wow This is Because you put them up on such a high pedestal And you have such high expectations That like it could quickly crumble down Yeah But I know what you mean when you know Like right away that instant connection Chemistry is so strong right. Versus like the slow build
1: Yeah It's You don't know I think there's some truth to both of it Yeah I just, like, was wondering, we were saying this before, like, I have a tendency to, like, emotionally unavailable men, and, like, I get really, like, over the moon about them. Mm -hmm. Is that because that's what I'm drawn to? Like, the nice guys that are emotionally open, like, why am I not drawn to them? Like, is... Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I am in the same boat.
0: Emotionally unavailable guys. Love them. (laughs) But not really. Like... It's interesting. Logically, you can know they're bad for you and be like, that's such a turnoff. I want someone emotionally available. But then someone emotionally available comes along and you're like, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's frustrating. It's so but frustrating. I learned that if you seek out emotionally unavailable people, it's because some part of you is a match to that. And it means there's an aspect of you that is not emotionally available either. Or you're very uncomfortable being like Truly
1: intimate with someone and being vulnerable. That's interesting. Yeah. I could see that to an extent. Like, I feel like I'm emotionally open, but like for the right person, not mm-hmm. just for anyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I
0: understand because being emotionally available means that you could risk being hurt. Like, it's scary. So, when we attract emotionally unavailable people, it's easier because they never really get to know us on that level. Yeah, and
1: you kind of expect like mm-hmm. to be her.
0: Yeah, you know what to expect cuz you've gone through it before. Yeah. But when a really great nice guy comes along, it feels kind of foreign. It's like you've been like I think yesterday the the life coach was like you've been ordering the same thing from the menu for like 5 years. You've been getting a steak and then you start to get sick of the steak, but you keep ordering it because that's all you know and then someone comes and brings you a salad and as much as you like want to try the salad you're so used to the steak so you keep repeating the same pattern that's such a good analogy yeah so true yeah it was something along those lines so I found that that now too because I don't feel fully emotionally available right now I haven't even been single a year so I think it's it's so important to just kind of concentrate on myself but This is where, like, the line in the sand is drawn because I did meet someone that is a great guy when it's literally the day I decided to stop dating and I, like, cut all these ties with these guys I've been talking to and he's so into me and I'm just, like, very ambivalent because I'm afraid of commitment. I'm afraid of, like, intimacy. I... I don't feel I'm making all these like small excuses like I don't have time like although that may be true to an extent like if you want to make time for someone you will make time yeah
1: so true so
0: it's just about learning to kind of inspect our patterns and see like how is this serving me even if I don't like it like how is this dynamic how has it been serving me in the past right because if something
1: doesn't serve a purpose you wouldn't do it it's so true i completely agree yeah i feel like that's where like the self-growth really comes in because i feel like unless a person is mentally ready Mm -hmm. to be open it's nothing that's gonna work no matter like the life coach told me she was like With my ex, who was emotionally closed off, and she was like a supermodel doctor, could try to date him, and like he's still not gonna, it's still not gonna work because he's not open. And I feel like that's true. Well, your ego needs to fix
0: things or like find out reasoning why or come to some sort of closure. So automatically, you assume it's because I'm not competent enough because I'm flawed. But if this supermodel doctor came, like and honestly if the timing isn't right for someone there's nothing you could have said or done that would make the timing right because if someone isn't ready for something you can't force them to go on that path exactly so it really is not as much as it feels personal it's not about us at all.
1: but we always internalize things yeah I feel like I'm slowly and surely getting a little bit better at that yeah so I like see that like There's so much more to dating than just, like, wanting to, like, meet someone. Like, you have to be, like, ready. Like, mind, body, and soul. Of course.
0: Yeah, because you've met and I've met so many guys that we wish they were ready. Yeah. there was nothing we could have done differently because it just wasn't the right time. Exactly.
1: And, And we've been those people where the timing wasn't right for us either. Right. Like, over the last two months, I've met some really great guys. Yeah. And, like, I just... It just doesn't work. Yeah, you know, not everyone is meant to be in a relationship, but everyone that comes into our life serves a different purpose. Yeah, I truly believe like someone comes into your life like to teach you a lesson. Yeah, you know, whether whether it's like a life lesson or just something about yourself that you wouldn't have tried unless like you met that person. Like Mm -hmm. for me, I never would have gone to Arizona if it weren't for my ex. And I now absolutely love Arizona. I realized I love motorcycles. Like, just all these things I never would have tried on my mm-hmm. own. you know? It makes you a more well-rounded person. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: even if a guy is great and nice, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're meant to be with him. No. Like, maybe he could just be a friend, like you've experienced, or, like, just a nice person that makes you think, wow, there really is good guys out there. Yeah, for sure. Because there is a lot of good guys out there. Yeah. I think kind of just the shitty ones make us doubt that. The shitty
1: (laughs) ones are fun to talk about. Yeah, they they give us good stories. Yeah, they make for really good good, funny stories. Yeah, 100%.
0: So, I did want to talk about something else. Oh, I wanted to talk about something that I've been discovering is how important it is to just communicate. Yeah. And... In the past, I think because of my history of, like, my ex being really abusive, whenever I would tell him how I was feeling, he would, like, hit me or, like, yell at me. So, for a long time, I became very implosive and, like, had so much shame with speaking how I felt because I thought when i speak my truth, it has consequences or people get hurt. But in the last year... I've realized like there is nothing more important to me than just having that like open honest line of communication yeah if I don't like something I'm gonna tell you and I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna abandon myself to please someone else no it's so true yeah Yeah. have you had an experience like
1: that where you just feel so much better after you
0: on tinder or whatever yeah. or guys you've dated in the last few months what piece of advice would you give them
1: i would say i have realized when you ask a guy what he's looking for he's gonna say let's just see where it goes mm-hmm. i feel like that's almost a cop-out yeah. if you want to hook up just say it like i feel like from what i've experienced guys are afraid to say that because they think the girl's gonna flip out at them like, honestly, I respect, like, the honesty way more than just, like, that's a lot harder than than a guy saying, oh, I don't know. Yeah. really, you know. You just don't want to say it. Like, I just would say, just be authentic, speak your truth, and tell them, like, tell the girl what you're really looking for. Because, like, in my experience, if you're honestly looking to see where it goes, great. But, in my experience, the guy's... At that and then it just turned into like oh like I don't want a relationship I just want to hook up they're flaky and it's just annoying just state your intentions from the start
0: yeah if you're not really sure what you're looking for just say it yeah but don't say I'll let you know yeah That's my least favorite line I can't stand. <laughs> and yeah I would say my advice for guys dating is literally the same as you just be transparent yeah honestly goes such a long way with women
1: It
0: does. It's so. Because women are smart as hell. We just know. And you really can't bullshit us. So it's very inconsiderate and just irresponsible to fuck without a condom, at least offer. The girl could say no, but you should, especially if it's the first time hooking up, wear a freaking condom. Yeah. I hate condoms. I'm not going to lie. If I'm in a relationship with someone, I would prefer to not use a condom as long as we both know we've been tested.
1: Yeah.
0: But you should never assume something about someone's reproductive health just because a lot of women are unbirthend.
1: That is a pet peeve of mine. That is annoying. It's really like it's just a dick move. I would say my piece of advice for the men out there would be don't send unsolicited dick pics oh, Because don't get me scared. I was in CBS and I got a Snapchat from some random guy. I've never even met him before. And this little old lady was behind <gasps> me and I didn't know and I clicked on it and it was a <laughs> dick. Yeah. And I felt so awkward. I felt so uncomfortable. I felt so embarrassed because this little old woman was behind me. I was like, holy crap. A God, dick did in she the wild. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if, like, you want to sign maybe just ask first. Yeah. Ask the girl first. We Rarely we'll ever say yes. Because we don't like We hate them. I hate tic I, like, don't. Mostly they come from people I don't even know. Yeah.
0: No, never in the history of ever have I wanted to have a dick pic sent to me even if I'm in a relationship with a guy if I want to see your penis I will fuck you I will see you in person like I've never masturbated to a picture (laughs) of a penis I just never have touched myself staring
1: at a dick pic I'm just like curious what they think I that's doing for us. Let us know what you think. All the mentally, it's just let us know the mentality behind that. This
0: is literally what girls will do when we get some dick pics. We will block you.
1: Laugh we will laugh it.
0: at you, or we'll show it to our friends, <laughs> or all three. All three. All three. <laughs> First, we'll <laughs> laugh at you. Then we'll send it to a friend. Then we'll block you. Yeah. Like it's. I don't think any girl in. the of life has ever been sent a dick pic and been like, Oh, let me hit this guy up for some sex. Yeah, we're like,
1: hmm, Let me send one back. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Just please don't do it. It's, it's not totally cute. Weird. Or
1: give us like a warning. Yeah, like a lot a of warning. them just randomly pop yes, up. Out of nowhere.
0: And remember the old iPhone, the picture would show up on your lock screen. <gasps> do you remember that no. when I was in class in 2016, I was dating a guy that used to love to send me dick pics because I think he knew I didn't like it and he was just kind of like a sociopath like that but once my phone was on my desk in class and my phone lit up with a picture of his penis oh, no. and the girl next to me saw it and it was just really embarrassing, so embarrassing. I can laugh about it now but back then oh, my God. I never talked in class and then there was just dicks <laughs> lighting up on my phone oh, my God. so yeah that's a definite no do you have any other ones? Oh, I have another. so much sex advice for guys. Um, I would say I like when a guy will make noise. I That's personally for me, but when it's silent, we were literally talking about this like a couple minutes ago, I feel like it's it's awkward when it's silent. Like yeah. I need a little, like, uh, like a grunt. Yeah. I like grunts because it makes me feel like my pussy is tight and I'm pleasuring <laughs> you. <laughs> so that's a, I would say guys need to show more enthusiasm. I don't know, like, I get that you think it's hot and you're, like, in your head, but just get out of your head, guys, because a lot of guys will... it will relate back to their feeling of masculinity, like, if they can't keep it up or if they can't stay hard, like, they get so angry. Yeah. And then it just ruins the fun of it because I feel like most girls don't care. Yeah. You know? Like, you have to put your ego to the side during
1: sex and just have fun. Right. I have a really funny one. Please, so please do. My second piece of advice is if you're gonna bite someone's lip, do not try to chomp it off. I went on a date with a guy and he kissed me. But uh, this has happened multiple times. Well one guy told me he wants to bite out my lip injections. Yes I have lip what injections. The fuck? And then over like the last like my, around my birthday, I went on a date with a guy, and he kissed me and bit my lips so hard that I had a bruise. Yeah, you saw it. My that. lips are bruised. So don't do that. We no. don't like it. Some nibbling is fun, but don't like try to like make your teeth like mm. cut open my lip like a freaking wild bear. <laughs> yeah. it's like a wild animal. <laughs> oh
0: my god, I feel like one of the most important things I've learned in sex is to ask people what they like and what they don't like (laughs) it's like a simple conversation like what do you like like and it can even be fun and hot like last night yes i got laid last night i was like i said to the guy because a lot of people like certain boundaries need to be put in place if you're fucking each other you know certain people will like things and certain people won't and i said to this particular person do you like your balls touched and he was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll go for the balls. And I as I was sucking him off, I said to him, "Tell me what you like, baby." And he thought it was really hot. And I got to please him, and then it was just so much more fun.
1: And it's easier for you because then you know what to do. Exactly. What you don't want to do. It's about making each other feel good. And, comfortable. and our bodies are also unique. Yeah. That's so
0: true. Yeah.
1: Every person's different. Exactly. Do you have any funny sex stories?
0: I have so... Oh, my God, guys. Last night, I had sex with the person for the first time. And it was good. It was definitely very good because I like this person. And we used a condom, as you should, the first time you fuck. Especially if you don't know each other's sexual histories. True. And we were getting really into it. And I sat up. And he's just like, where the fuck did the condom go? He's like, I'm swear, I'm swear this isn't like a dick move. I'm not lying and saying I lost it. Like, where the fuck Uh did it go? And we looked for it for like 10 minutes and then it was stuck in, it was like literally shoved up all the way in my vagina. And he took a flashlight and picked (laughs) it (laughs) out of me. Oh my god. First time fucking. A (laughs)
1: flashlight?
0: Yeah, a flashlight. Oh my god. I have so many embarrassing sex stories. But hey, if you can't laugh at it, like yeah, you have to laugh as long as you can. You can't take sex seriously. It's just if you think about it, it's so awkward. You're sweating on each other. You're like, you know, sex isn't sexy, but it's important to just like
1: let go. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I
0: can't
1: really think of anything particular. Well, what do you think makes good sex? chemistry yeah honestly it's like cliches and sounds i think chemistry is like the biggest thing it's huge or
0: feeling comfortable with someone is really important for me because that's why i don't like one night stand hookups because i don't know the person i don't feel Mm -hmm. safe and it's like getting sex gets better in a relationship when you care about each other because you get to learn each other's bodies yeah so true so that's what makes it really good I think, just being open-minded. Yeah,
1: definitely being open-minded. And, you know, just being true to who you
0: are as well. Yeah. Or, you know what I hate when they only want to fuck in one position for the whole time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. we have to change it up a little bit. Spice Keep it, spice spice it, it up. up. Yeah. Keep us on our toes. Exactly. Have some diversity in <laughs> the position department. But...
1: Is there anything else you want to say? I am so glad to be back. Yes, you can come on whenever. I love the show. I listen to it every single Aww, time. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you guys. We love you guys. And I hope you have a crazy weekend. I don't I think, think we'll have... it'll be as wild as Vegas. No, I don't. I feel like nothing could compare, nothing could to, compare Vegas. to Vegas. but I We'll have a different
0: type of fun, but it yeah. will still be cool. Yeah, for sure. So, I guess that's a wrap. Thank you all for Bye listening. Guys. I hope Thank you have you a great listening. rest of your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Yes, enjoy. And I'm sorry if this audio quality is so shitty. Sorry, I have a Wrangler, so it's really
1: Yeah, Ashleen has a
0: sick car. Thank but thanks so much for listening. Please like, share, or comment the podcast. That would mean so much to me. And I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Bye.